Online sports betting with Iowa's preferred sports book, Elite Sportsbook, is here. Active Resort Club members can log in, fund your account, and place your bets at elitesportsbook.com or visit their casinos to place your bets. Not a member? Visit Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, all in the state of Iowa. Hello out there, and welcome to the Holostradamus Odds Pod, week three of the college football season. Pretty big week in Iowa, not so much nationally, but we don't care. I'm Mike Haloss of the Cedar Rapids Gazette, and with me is Tim Sullivan. Nathan Ford is our producer, thanks to him, and our sponsor is EliteSportsBook.com, so thanks to them. And we know what this Saturday is, it's obviously Cohen Cornell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't be more excited. <laughs> No, this is this show is about major college football, and we're talking Iowa, Iowa State. We'll pick this game and a few others in due time, but instead of yakking about tendencies and matchups and all that stuff, which I don't do anyway, uh, let's. Uh, I'm going to throw it to you. How does this game make you feel as a Hawkeye fan? What is this week like for you? Um, I mean, this is one of the games that you really don't want to lose as a Hawkeye fan just because you're going to see everybody that uh, – Roots for Iowa State the rest of the year. So no matter how good Iowa does, you got to hear, well, well, yeah, you still lost us. And uh, so I, I hate losing to Iowa State. I hate losing to uh, teams like that. I'd rather, I mean, if I was going to lose, lose to Northwestern, you don't got too many people rubbing it in your face. You know, there ain't enough fans going around. But um, but so, yeah, so I, I hate losing to Iowa State. Um, and, and it's been hard the years that we do. Um, it's been wonderful having Matt Campbell. Um, at Iowa State because he's a great coach. He makes Iowa State look good uh, in the Big 12, yet he hasn't beaten Iowa. So um, I'll take that recipe every year as an Iowa fan. And, you know, I got to be honest with you, though, because uh, last week I didn't do so well on my picks. Um, I picked kind of against Iowa on the spread. I picked uh, I picked Nebraska to, um, to, to cover. And in my gut, I felt like Iowa was going to going to destroy Rutgers I also felt like Nebraska was probably going to lose I even felt like the week before Nebraska was so but the reason I don't is because I get way too superstitious I feel like if I say something too good about Iowa you know in my head I feel like that's going to affect how they play on the field you know obviously it has nothing to do but in my small little world in my head uh, I feel like what I say is going to affect it I'm such a superstitious person when it comes to the Hawkeyes and it's been that way for years and I I, I know how ridiculous it is but I just can't get over those superstitions um, I can remember watching um, the Iowa basketball tournament back in 2000 uh, or not the Iowa basketball tournament Big Ten basketball tournament my little brother would be in the room with me and we'd be doing horrible. So I'm like, well, let's run downstairs and turn on the TV down there and, and watch it from down there. And so we'd start watching it and then we'd get tired of standing because there was no nowhere to sit down there. So we'd sit on these little chairs and then they'd score a basket. So just I would – however I'm positioning myself throughout the game is affecting them. I'll, the way I'm holding the remote if I'm watching it from home, i got to turn it slightly this way. It's, it's such a ridiculous thing, and so I get so superstitious, so I never want to be overconfident about Iowa because I feel like that's going to affect them. So when it comes to my picks even, it kind of affects them. So from now on, you know what I'm going to do? I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to uh, just go with what I see. I see Iowa is a pretty decent uh, team this year. And um, Okay, so let me give you an example of sort of my extreme superstitiousness. 2002, I'm driving through Chicago, headed to one of my shows. Um, Iowa is losing to Purdue. 
And I remember I moved my hands to like, you know, the 10 and 2 spot on the steering wheel. Right when I did that, that's when Dallas Clark ran that touchdown all the way back. So I didn't want to move my hands off <laughs> of that position on the steering wheel. I didn't want to let one hand go because I thought if I let it go, then that's going to change the momentum of the game. So now I'm in Chicago. You got to pay tolls. <laughs> I got to get my, you know, person in the car with me to try to pull my wallet out of my pocket. And then can you please walk around and hand it to the guy? I'm just, I'm too superstitious. And I have uh, even more, you know, I guess you could say explicit or inappropriate examples of my superstitionness, which maybe I'll do it if you come out to my show this weekend at Penguins Comedy Club. Maybe you'll see me do a. Something I don't even want to talk about right now, but this is that's that's how bad it gets for me. So, um, what did the toll booth operator, uh, the clerk, say when that happened? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I I think I was just concentrating on Gary Dolphin. So <laughs> there was no way I was. Uh, even, should you have even been driving? No, no, there was no way I should have been driving. But that is my most blatant example. That is the one that I remember where I'm feeling my superstitious has got. To, I, there's no why. You know, I mean. What's to happen if I'm got to turn really quick or something? You know, I shouldn't be just keeping them. Well, why do you think that is that you do that? Yeah, I do. I and you're not the only one. Every I think yeah. a lot of people more than people would admit. Well, and that's what I try to discourage. So sometimes I'll bring up that these examples when I'm uh, performing and doing my shows, and I tell people just don't get over, don't do this, don't be me, don't get overly superstitious. It's not helping out your team. You know, wearing the same jersey, putting a little troll on the TV or whatever you do. It's not helping out the TV or your team. But I still can't stop myself once something good happens <laughs> to, you know, occupy myself in that particular position. So, I mean, I, I have no reason. I do the same things. When I've played uh, in a poker tournament at Riverside, there's a break every hour. If I had a good hour and I'm still alive... I'm going to do basically the same thing I did in the next break as I did the one before. And that is insane. It is. And I like, I like when I was at the uh, Miami of Ohio game, I was, uh, you know, I bought a Coke or whatever. And uh, the, just the way that I sit the Coke on the cement in between the plays, you know, and if it was, if it was a crabby play, I got to pick the Coke back up and sit it back <laughs> down to, you know, make the face of the Hawkeye facing towards the field or whatever is it going on. It, I mean, it's so ridiculous. And, and I, I need. I'm. I'm gotten better over the years. I've tried to tell myself this isn't because a lot. Of, sometimes you know we've lost, so I'm like you know this isn't helping. But during the midst of the game, it's like I buy peanuts at the Hawkeye whenever I go to the game. So there'll be times I'll have a couple peanuts in my mouth, and if they're doing good, I got to keep that shell in my mouth until. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, uh, good thing it's a lot. Not you know not a lemon slice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you you mentioned you've got shows. Uh, Friday night and Saturday night at Penguins downtown Iowa, uh, Cedar Rapids. Great place. I've been there many times for comedy shows. The the game is at three. What time's your show Saturday? Uh, Eight p.m. Okay. What are you, I mean? So you what are you gonna do during the game? You know, I mean, just what what's it like for you sitting there for three three and a half hours? Well, so is it fun? I yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I guess it's. Fun for me, but probably not my fiance. She uh, she tends to find herself going to the bar to watch it with friends instead of staying at home. And she's like, "You should come up and have fun. We have fun up there." And I'm like, "No, I gotta sit in this particular spot." So every once in a while, she'll feel for me and she'll throw a little party at home where we can have some friends over and make it a little more entertaining for me. But um, yeah, no, I have fun, but yeah, it's I I'm my own worst enemy when it comes to all this. 
I mean, I got to, during the week, I won't, you know, if I pull a towel off of the um, uh, rack, if it's the color of the team that we're playing, then I'll put it back and I've got to use a <laughs> completely different towel. I, Is there any chance you'll wear a red shirt Saturday? Not at all. No, no, no. I, I Even if it has a little bit of red writing or something on it, I won't. I, <laughs> last week, I actually had a, my uh, fiance bought me a new shirt and it was it, golden and uh, red and I said I will not be wearing the shirt next week, but you know I've I've mistakenly and I'm I try to be cognizant of this when I cover games. Do not have any color associated with either team, you know. But sometimes you forget, or sometimes it's just like I don't even remember what the other team's colors are, especially if it's a non-conference team. I mean, I'm pretty familiar yeah. with the Big Ten by now. But uh, a couple of years ago, I just forgot altogether, and I wore a maroon shirt to a Minnesota game. And somebody affiliated with Iowa, I'm not talking about a fan, I'm talking about an official, gave me a bad time about it. And I said, what difference does it make? <laughs> you know, it doesn't say Minnesota on it. It's not going to affect your team any. It's no. not going to affect your experience any. I'm not that powerful. Yeah. You know, if I were, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. <laughs> and know? I guess maybe it comes down to this. Sometimes they say, you know, if you believe it, it you know, it could happen or whatever. If you build it, they will come. Whatever, but uh, so it, maybe it's in your all just in your head. If you if you're believing that it's affecting the game, then it's actually affecting the game. So I don't. That know. sounds like a George Costanza thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it it's is ridiculous. not a lie I, if you believe it. Yeah, <laughs> it, I mean, it is so ridiculous, and I really do try. But when it comes to like games like this, it's it's amped up even more. Um, but you know, when it comes to Iowa State, I I'm I have a friend that he's like how can you some some people will root for Iowa State when they're not playing Iowa in a big game or whatever he's like how can you do that they're such a rival but for me I can actually root for Iowa State um when they're not playing Iowa because um even though it is a rival and I want to see Iowa win that game and I always want to see Iowa have a better record than Iowa State every year I'll root for Iowa State because let's say the Iowa Hawkeyes did not exist then this, there's still the word Iowa in the word Iowa State and that's kind of the reason why I'm rooting for Iowa to begin with. It's a regional thing. It's my home state. I'm rooting for home state pride. I'm rooting for Iowa to get uh, statewide national recognition. So um, if the Hawkeyes didn't exist, I could see myself, you know, rooting for Iowa State and um, I would have no problem doing so. Well, you aren't alone, but I put up a Twitter poll Monday and I said, Iowa and Iowa State fans answer this. When your team is not playing the other one, do you root for that team? Um, 56, I, over 2,000 people responded, which blew my mind, but 56% said, no, I do not root for that team. Now, maybe that says something about the people who are on Twitter as opposed to the people who actually, you know, walk the streets and, and have clear minds and hearts, but, yeah. but for the people who care enough to be on Twitter, they like their team, they don't like the other one. Well, I wouldn't root for Nebraska or, or uh, Wisconsin or anything like that. Um, you know, to win after we've played them or whatever. But I would root for Iowa State just because, like I said, that still has the word Iowa in it, mm -hmm. and that's what I'm prideful of. Well, we'll talk about the actual game when we come back from this message. It's football season. Place your bets with Iowa's preferred sportsbook, EliteSportsbook.com. Resort club members, log in now and place your bets at EliteSportsbook.com or visit their casinos to place your bets. Not a resort club member? Visit Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Iowa, Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, Iowa, or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort 
in Larchwood, Iowa. The game, yes, there's a game. Iowa, Iowa State, Jack Trice Stadium, College Game Day, ESPN. Big damn deal. As of th- Thursday afternoon when we taped this, Iowa was a 2.5 point pick at EliteSportsBook.com. I think when this game opened, it was a little bit different than that. I mean, I think Iowa, I don't know if Iowa State was ever favored at, at Elite, but. It was initially some places. Uh, I, I, you know, they had some lines that came out, and I don't know if it was elite, but I remember looking at the first lines that came out for this game back in July, and it was 4.5 in favor of Iowa State. Hmm. Well, I think that uh, Northern Iowa game affected people, and I think Iowa's, the way Iowa looked in its first two games certainly affected mm-hmm. it too. Um, what do you think? Uh, I think this is going to be a typical Iowa Iowa State game. I think it's going to be a little more high scoring than people think, but um, not extremely. I mean, my guess is it's going to be t- something like 28-24. Um, I'm going to pick the Hawks, but I think that either team could have a chance uh, going into the fourth quarter um, to make a play, and whatever team kind of does that is going to come out with the victory on that one. Well, that doesn't sound like you got a lot of conviction as far as the Hawkeyes go. Well, this is the, this, this is the game that – if if Iowa gets by this game and can kind of prove they had a pretty decent uh, outing in it, then then watch out next week when I come out here talking. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to keep that superstition that I was talking about a little bit I in see. check this week. I see. And, uh, I mean, I, I expect the Hawkeyes uh, – because, I, like I said, i got to go with what i seen now instead mm-hmm. of, you know, my superstitious. And I've seen Iowa look better than Iowa State this year, and, and I have more confidence in that. So 2.5 points, 2.5 points. Which way are you going? Yeah, I'm going with the Hawks. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you might. Um, but it, I don't know what over-under is on this. I don't uh, usually pay attention, but you might know. Yeah, the over-under on this one is uh, 44.5 points. So you sound like you're going over. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, that's interesting because these two teams have good defenses. Yeah. Uh, I think, though, that they have pretty decent quarterbacks, and I think a lot of times uh, – you know, the defense has come so ready to play that these teams will just I, – I, it's it's going to be a fun game. These I, I don't know how to describe it other than – I don't think it's going to be a 13-3 game like last year. I just mm-hmm. – I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that – I mean, I know Iowa fans like the result, but that game was so dull. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Iowa State – it was Iowa State's first game, and they didn't have their offensive line figured out. And uh, neither offense had uh, could solve the other's defense, really. Iowa did just enough to win, but that wasn't the kind of offensive performance you could count on very many weeks. Right. And it was, I mean, it was great to get out of there just with a victory and breathe and go on to the next week. But um, I think this one is going to be pretty entertaining. I think people are going to be entertained by this game. And I'm hoping that the Hawks, you know, you know, start to get away with it towards in the fourth quarter. But I think, you know, uh, I've realized that Iowa State had a really tough game in its first week, but I've it's had two weeks for this. And I've got to think that what they come out with Saturday is not going to resemble exactly what we saw against you and I. You know, I mean, I think we'll see more more shots taken downfield. Well, that's where you got to be a little bit worried. I think Purdy's a pretty good quarterback. Uh, he-, he didn't run at all in that game, and he ran a lot last year. And when he runs, they're different. I mean, they're better. 
Yeah, uh, and I don't, I don't know that he's going to be be able to run real good. I'm not worried about him running so much. Even I, I think that it, he's going to take his shots downfield, and if he can be, you know, as accurate or even a little bit more accurate than uh, Gabbert was, you know, mm-hmm. then they're going to be in that game for sure. What what uh, gets lost is it was a triple overtime game, 29-26. You hear that, and you think back and forth, back and forth, offense. It was anything but. I mean, Northern Iowa scored six points offensively in the four quarters. And Northern Iowa looked pretty good that next week. So Yeah, they're good. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they're ranked 10th, if I'm not mistaken. They're good. Yeah. I mean, I would take. I, I wouldn't worry. That's that's where I. You know, I've heard a lot of Iowa fans this week say, you know, we're going to collaborate them. But that's the. That's Do you the, think Northern Iowa is as good as Rutgers and Miami? Oh, uh, I I think I do. I I think uh, out of the two, I think Miami of Ohio is probably the best, to be honest with you. And then uh, and then I think Northern Iowa and Rutgers uh, could yeah. go at it pretty Rick, good. I mean, take aside your your uh, you know partisan status Rutgers was very disappointing yeah I mean they played some teams close last year they were one and 11 they were lousy but they played some decent teams close including Michigan State on the road and uh they just that offense was putrid well and didn't UMass get clobbered um that that might be the worst team in all of major college yeah, football. so I, I don't know that you know that we learned a lot from that Rutgers game necessarily I yeah mean, it's good and, to... and Rutgers starting quarterback we learned later got concussed oh wow. so they bring in the number two guy it didn't matter though they weren't mm-hmm. going to move the ball yeah yeah I mean so I, this is one of those typical like you said you, you know you get pretty high on Iowa and you think Iowa State doesn't look that good and then the next thing you know I mean I remember that 2005 Iowa game that was the worst one I've ever been to um it was like 23, 23. Three. That's the only one-sided loss Ference has had in the, the entire series with Iowa State oh, wow. since he's been coach. They, that's the only game they've lost by more than 10 points. Well, and Iowa State kind of mirrors Iowa uh, where they never lose by too much and they don't uh, necessarily win by too much. And I don't see that happening um, this week. I don't think either team's going to lose or win by too much. Yeah, I think you're right. And – uh, I tell you why I'm going to take Iowa State. It's got nothing to do with Chris. You know, it's not data driven. It's not matchup driven. Any of that stuff. I mean, I think Iowa's got slightly better talent. I just, uh, I just think it's going to be. And and look, when you, I'm telling you, I've, I've been both Iowa games. I think they're really good. I mean, I think that it's one of these every four or five year teams where they're a contender. I mean, a serious contender. Last year, they should have won the West, in my opinion, but they didn't have everything, mm-hmm. including I the think, punting game. Yeah. This year, I think they, they might have it. But I just think this is going to be one of these karmic, cosmic deals where game day's there, and ev- everything is so jacked up, and it's just like it's in the stars or something. It, it feels like that should be. In that. And and I, I heard this Iowa State guy, uh, he's some sort of writer online or whatever, and he was saying, I'm taking Iowa State and put every last penny on it. I'm putting a half a million on it. They're going to be, no matter what the spread is, Iowa that, State. That's so- somebody who's not betting 10 cents. Right. And so that made me at least feel like, okay, that guy counteracts my uh, superstitious yeah. coming out for Iowa State. That's so- that's crazy talk. Yeah, but um, so I, I feel like you know, like you said, uh, all that stuff uh, aligning, you know, for Iowa State. But I feel like if we come back next week, 
we're going to talk a whole lot different about Iowa if they get past this game. I oh sure. Uh, I I just feel like uh, when Bob Stoops was uh, during the Miami of Ohio game, they interviewed him, and uh, he was talking about one of the things that the Hawkeyes had back in the day was swagger, and they uh, Hayden Fry had it, and uh, some of these other coaches. That's because he had. Yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that's what they need. That's what you know. Whoever comes out of this game is going to gain gain a little swagger and start yeah. to build on it throughout the season. So it'll help either program, depending on. Um, this victory. That's why it's such a great game to have early on in the year. Um, I think, uh, you know, I just, it's it, that business about the road, I think, is overblown in college football. They say the home field's worth, what, three points, four points, I don't know. Not as much as basketball. And I think good teams win road games. Iowa's best teams have always come up huge on the road. Well, so Saturday, I think we do learn a lot, like you said. Well, and I, well, I think that was that you were saying, you know, Purdy's never lost in uh, Jack Tri Stadium. Is that right? Something like that? Who? Purdy. Oh, um, you know what? I, that's right. They've won seven straight home games. Okay, but they've struggled with the last two Iowa teams. Yeah, yeah. That they played you and I and Drake. Uh, now but, they play Iowa. See, you can look at this so many ways. I mean, okay, they were not good against you and I scoreboard-wise. And so people might start to write them off. Well, whenever they've been written off under Campbell, they come back big. Uh, I was there on a Thursday night two years ago when they played Texas. Everybody was all pumped up. They lose 17-7. to They held Texas under 200 yards, and they couldn't beat them. They, it was just a golden opportunity kicked away. Their next game's at Oklahoma. The next week, Oklahoma's ranked third in the country. And nobody thinks that they're even going to compete. And they go down there and beat them. So if you start judging Iowa State on what it did in its last game, you might be asking for trouble. And then again, Nate Stanley had his best game of his career at Ames. So. Well, one of them. I mean, that in Ohio State, he had five touchdowns. Yeah, five touchdowns. And then he had six against, was it Indiana last year? <laughs> Somebody. He had six. <laughs> yeah. But, but you're right. He was a sophomore over there two years ago. He was terrific. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be great. Uh, I mean, this is everything the state of Iowa could want. You know, early yeah. eyes on both teams. Whatever team comes out of there, they're going to get some respect. And I said in the summer that I thought this was the most interesting game on Iowa's schedule going into the season. Looking at all 12 games and saying, what's the most interesting game? I picked this one. A lot of people disagreed, but I'm standing by it. Yeah, and I, like I said, I just I don't know if I want to be – Overly confident. I don't want to be too superstitious, but I think if Iowa just can get by this game, you know, I, I, I don't think we know what kind of team Iowa has yet this yeah. year. We don't know what Iowa State has either, but but I, I'm like that's see why from the game day's over here. It's, it's, this isn't one of the typical <laughs> Iowa Iowa State games. This one actually has something you know going. Yeah, for and it. that's what I mean. We've been rooting for that to happen for years. And like all Iowa State has to do is just win one game, and we've pretty much got game day, and they almost blew that, but. <laughs> I just, if Iowa State does win, I just hope that the the roads haven't been you know completely you know torn apart and you know fire and you know torches and everything else under the sun and that I can just get I out of town and head home. They're going to have to run out of gas at some point, getting up at six o'clock and five o'clock <laughs> in the morning until. You know. I, I, if they win that game, they'll have gas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. When we come back, we will have some quick picks. Looking for the perfect spot to watch the game? Place your sports bet and get a great burger and brew? Visit the Elite Sportsbook at Riverside Casino and Golf Resort in Riverside, Iowa. 
or Rhythm City Casino Resort in Davenport, Iowa, or Grand Falls Casino and Golf Resort in Larchwood, Iowa. For Iowa's preferred sportsbook, check out EliteSportsBook.com. Pick a couple Big Ten games and then have our locks of the week. Ohio State at Indiana, conference game in Bloomington. Buckeyes by 16 and a half. Tim, what? Yeah, I, I like uh, Indiana's quarterback. Um, I think that's gonna, he's going to be real good for him. But yeah, Ohio State, they're covering. I'm going to be contrary and take the Hoosiers. They, they weren't a great sp- uh, cover team last year, but... When they were big underdogs against Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, they covered every time. So this is, to me, one of those games they are at home, 16 and a half. I think they can compete. I, 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 I honestly would not be surprised if Indiana won that game. I w- it would not surprise me, but I, I, I like what I've seen from Ohio That'd State be great. so far. Yeah. I mean, objectively, that yeah. would be a great thing yeah. for – that would be the biggest thing in that program in decades and decades. Yeah, and I think that Penix is – He's, he's going to be an emerging star. We're going to be hearing a lot about him coming going forward. Uh, let's see. No, uh, we like to play Nebraska. Northern Illinois at Nebraska. Huskers by 14 and a half. Northern lost by 18 at Utah last week. Utah's really good. Northern Illinois is 2-0 against the spread this year. Nebraska's 0-2. It's a lot of points. Who are you taking? <sighs> I get. I I feel like Nebraska is going to be mad that they lost that game last week, and should be a little more. Screw it, Northern Illinois. <laughs> you were on the same wavelength as I was until you uh, uttered that vulgarity. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm taking the Huskers without confidence. I think they've got to take out some frustrations at home. And they got to get their act together because Big Ten play starts for them next week. So I'll say that they, with great hesitation, I'll say they cover that number. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go with Northern Illinois just because Nebraska kind of last couple weeks I picked them. And they Boy, they didn't. blew that one yeah. last week. I mean, my gosh. Yeah, that was that was nice to see them. Um, locks of the week, and, and I may have to change the name of this because I've given people two locks <laughs> and so far uh, – well, oh and two. Yeah, I got I got my first one. And then last week I I missed uh, thinking Miami would uh, cover against uh, uh, North Carolina. And the reason I did I just didn't want to see Mac Brown dance again. And uh, but he's the second coming of Dick Vermeil. So if, as long as he can play some assistance, I don't know about North Carolina. But I, yeah, this is a hard week to pick locks of the week. To be honest with you, and um, I, there's two games, and I've, I've been trying to decide. I think I'm going to have to go with Cal covering against uh, North Texas by 14. And, uh, that boy, that's an odd game, North yeah. Texas and Cal. The, 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 you know what? Uh, nor, uh, North Texas and Berkeley probably don't have a <laughs> – they're both landlocked. <laughs> well, Berkeley's barely landlocked, so that's, they don't even have that in common. Uh, wouldn't it be funny to, be, see, to talk to North Texas fans in Berkeley for the first time? That, yeah, <laughs> I, I wonder how many make the trip out there. <laughs> well, I'm guessing they're relatives. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take – Northwestern, they're a 19-point favorite at home against UNLV. UNLV's not good. They never are. 
They got pounded at home by Arkansas State, so that's not a good sign. And the Wildcats have had two weeks to stew since they lost at Stanford, so I think they'll be focused and, and aggressive. Yeah, and um, I mean, if I had to not – if I had a different lock of the week, I think I would pick Miami of Ohio to cover against Cincinnati. Now you were big on Cincinnati a couple weeks ago, and then they played Ohio State. <laughs> I, I don't know. That was terrible. I don't. That was shocking that, that, to me. Maybe that. I don't know if. The, yeah, that, they should have scored at least a point in that game. That was, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe more. You um, are playing at Penguins. Friday and Saturday night in downtown Cedar Rapids. Yeah, and uh, yeah, if you come out to that, I'll, maybe I'll add a little more to that superstitiousness story that I don't care to elaborate here tonight on. But Now, if people come and, and they tell you that they uh, heard the podcast, will you give them a free joke? Uh, I'm going to give them a free lock of the week. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and if Iowa does lose Saturday, will you still be in a comedy frame of mind at uh, 8 o'clock? Yeah, that, I know you're right. I mean, that'll be hard, but uh, I'm going to encourage the crowd to start drinking and, and uh, <laughs> you know, drown our sorrows. That it will be sad, but uh, so public service. Uh, we, but that's why you'll need to come out. If they do lose, you'll definitely need people to come will out. need some humor yeah, in some their humor, lives yep. if their team loses. Saturday. Now, let me ask you before we get out. Here, what what's this, what sign are you going to be holding up at game day? Uh, we'll work for. Uh, Cookies. Okay. I like that. I, love. <laughs> I don't know. You put me on the spot there. <laughs> yeah, I know. It <laughs> wasn't the best thing I could have come up with. I, I like cookies. I don't have a good sign either. I'm going to probably just do my typical one. I love I, I My favorite game day sign was, I don't know when it was, but it was somebody holding up a sign that said, I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> <laughs> that was me. <laughs> <laughs> That's me about five days My favorite week. one is uh, the last time game day was down here um, in, uh, in Iowa City. Uh, somebody had a sign that said, I heart Pam Ward, the ESPN uh, commentator at the time. But then uh, somebody uh, took off the P off the Pam, and then they rearranged the W for Ward into an H, and then a little kid was holding the sign. I'll let you guys decipher what that looks like on your own. Oh, we had to go there. All right. That is the Holostradamus Odds pod for week three. Tune in next week when we rehash Iowa, Iowa State, and we'll find out if uh, Tim was gleeful on Saturday night or not. Thanks for listening, everybody. Get a daily update from the Gazette with our daily news podcast. Add it to your podcast player or your Alexa-friendly device to get a bite-sized local news update each day. Check it out at thegazette.com slash podcasts.